This is the FM Gold Channel of All India Radio. In the weekly program, Money Talk, now we bring you a discussion on Simplification of Goods and Services Tax. The participants are Sushma Ramachandran, Economic Analyst, and Arjun J. Chaudhary, Journalist. In today's program, we'll discuss about GST simplification on the basis of meetings being held by the Finance Minister, Nirmala Sitharaman, whereby the new GST return is now available on the portal for trial as well from December 7 onwards. And uh, we will try to understand how the simplification of GST will lead to higher collections and the ease of doing business as well. Sushma, let's begin by understanding what GST simplification actually means for mm. those who are seeking to file returns, especially those in the commercial business. I think, first of all, we need to get back, actually, maybe right to the basics as to what is GST. GST is the goods and services tax that was introduced uh, two years ago, and it was meant to replace a whole plethora of other indirect taxes. The original concept of GST, as it is viewed globally, is that you should have one single tax that should replace all these other levies. Now, in the case of India, we don't have just one tax. We have several layers of taxes, but of course, it's much less than the 20 or 30 taxes that we have replaced it with. But there are several layers of taxation. And one of the reasons that we have had to have these layers of taxation is because we have what is known as the GST Council and the state governments are represented on it. And the state governments have said that unless you compensate us, for the revenue loss due to getting rid of the other taxes, we will have a problem in dealing with GST. So when it was rolled out two years ago, there were several layers of this tax. There is, for instance, an interstate GST, and there is also a compensation cess, a compensation fund, in which excess funds are put in to compensate the states in case revenue collections are less. So you have an intrastate GST as well. Apart from that, there are also several taxation levels. We just don't have one level, let's say 10% or 12%. We have a 28% level. We have 18% level. So uh, we have four slabs. And so, therefore, what you are talking about, GST simplification, although GST was meant by itself to be a simplification of the existing indirect taxes system, once it was launched, once it was implemented, it was recognized that even this simplified system needed to be much further rationalized and simplified. And that process has actually been going on for the last two years, I would say. Probably every three or four months, the GST Council meets and tries to resolve the problems of business, trade and industry, the problems that they are facing, and uh, tries to make it more simplified. So you have a web portal whereby you can file the Correct. indirect tax online itself. You mentioned about the four different slabs whereby different product classifications are mm -hmm. mentioned based on the tax collection on yes. each product line itself from mm -hmm. sin goods to simple goods uh, and services that people uh, consume. There's also the difference between tax levy and tax collection. And there's a gap between the two because you have chartered accountants mm -hmm. who always 
trying to find a way so that your tax burden is minimized, liability comes down as much as possible. So mm-hmm. the tax collection is always less than the tax levy. How does a software accommodate this kind of tax collection on the part of the CBIC, which is Central Board of Indirect Taxes and Customs? How does it actually adjust to the refunds, the drawbacks and different kinds of ways and means by which your tax liability comes mm-hmm. down? Well, I think how the software adjusts, we are not aware because that's more a technical issue. But yes, I think the very fact that we have, I think one of the big leaps forward as far as taxation is concerned in GST is that this whole system of the goods and services tax is digitized. There is what is known as a GST tax network, and that is what through which there's a digital portal, as you right now pointed out. This, in fact, has been one, though it's meant to be a simplification measure, and it is a simplification measure, it has been one of the difficulties that trade and business has faced, because a lot of small business, as you are aware, had not digitized their business. They had not put their accounts on computers. They were working on manual records, on manual registers. They were working on cash basis, especially small business had a lot of problem. So one of the things that the Excise and Customs Board had done at the time originally was to launch a series of training programs for these small businesses. And even then, there has been a lot of pain, of course. But the fact is that this is a great transition to a digital economy of changing the entire trade and industry of this country onto digital basis and enabling them to make their payments directly to the web portal that you talked about. Now, one of the things about simplification, which you had mentioned, is how are they going to benefit from this is that gradually over the last two years, they have reduced the number of returns that have to be submitted every month. Now, initially, they had to file three monthly returns business. This was brought down to two, and then you would have one annual return. Now, the latest is that from January 2020, you are going to be able to, the trade and business will only have to file one single return every month, one composite return. And that will be a huge measure of simplification. But of course, for government also, it has been a tremendous learning process. And as I said, when you try and bring a very large country like India with over 70 lakh taxpayers, and make them into a sort of a digital basis of taxation, it's a very difficult job. Well, you just mentioned about the Government of India notification, which has now extended the mm-hmm. due date for filing GST annual returns. It's called the GSTR 9 form. Mm-hmm. And then you have what's called the reconciliation statement, which is a GSTR 9C form. The government has obviously made it mandatory to file the new forms mm-hmm. from April the 1st, 2020. Mm-hmm. What is the reconciliation statement? You mentioned about the annual returns, which Mm. is to be filed once now, but then there's a reconciliation statement as well. Once the person files the statement, one of the things is that now whenever they file the statement on the web portal, automatically it will be recorded into what is known as GSTR 2A. It will be recorded in GSTR 2A. So what is GSTR 2A? It is a purchase-related tax return that is automatically generated for each business by the GST portal. So this will be their record and this is what is going to be generated. I think that the problem is, and of course, which you had rightly mentioned, they had a meeting regarding the simplification of all these problems just recently the finance minister held. And one of the things that was facing trade industry and chartered accounts 
accountants who had attended, medium and small industry representatives who had attended, as well as small traders, is that there is a certain confusion in understanding the provisions of the web portal and the way in which you have to file the form. So what they did was they asked them to do real-time filing of returns in front of them and while they were doing filing of the returns, they could find out what were precisely the problems encountered by them. So the conclusion was that there's no basic problem in the filing of the return, but there is a problem in understanding what the provisions are. And it is this understanding that has to be conveyed to the trade and industry. Apart from the real-time basis Mm -hmm. uh, testing by which uh, you have uh, chartered accountants and traders Mm -hmm. trying to file the GST return online on the portal itself, you have circle commissioners who will also be testing it on SSCs. And we have something like 85,000 returns filed on a voluntary basis. Do you feel that the requirement of the professional is still there and it is not as simplified as one would like to believe with the trader by himself or herself filing the GST returns? Yes, I completely agree with you, Arjun. I think it is not as simplified as it should be. Of course, as I pointed out, for the last two years, GST Council has been meeting and they've been doing more and more simplification. I think a further round of simplification needs to be done so that trade and industry does not rely on any third party to understand what is going on over here and they should be able to file the returns without any assistance because that is the ultimate objective of having a web portal and having to go online. That's the ultimate objective. I fully agree with you on that. As I said, this is a learning process. We've come down from the three forms to the single unified form, a return rather, and Also, in terms of slabs, we have come down. I mean, the 28% slab in which you had as many as 200 items when we started out now only has eight items. So gradually, the attempt, I think, is to come down to a single slab probably of about 10 or 12%. But that is some time away. We do have many analysts saying that let's move immediately to a single tax slab and let's not bother about revenue right now. But I think in a federal structure like ours, with the states having their own problems of revenue, we simply cannot do this at such a quick pace. As it is when GST was introduced, there were these comments and analysis, which is goes on till now, that GST was introduced too early, infrastructure should have been put in place. I personally feel that at whatever time you introduce GST, you would have had all these teething problems. And I think we will overcome these with time. Plus, the adoption of GST has gone through a constitutional procedure of ratification and the subsequent adoption by states and the centre along with compensation for the state governments who are going to lose out on revenue so that they're properly compensated. This feedback mechanism has also come out with coordination between GST and CBIC, which is the Central Board of Indirect Taxes and uh, Customs. How do you see the newly formed GST with CBIC, which is a restructured tax uh, levying and collecting authority? I think this is very much in line with the new system because the earlier board was known as the Central Board of Excise and Customs, CBEC. No, you no longer have that system. Of course, we do have in alcohol and petroleum, which are kept out certain commodities. But by and large, most commodities have come under the GST. So I think it is in the fitness of things that you now have what is known as the Central Board of Indirect Taxes and The fact is that increasingly they are now focused on trying to make everything as part of the digital economy. And we can only hope, of course, 
that the key commodities that are left out for instance petroleum alcohol they are brought into this particular ambit of gst because only then you'll have of course far more revenue collections through gst and it definitely becomes easier for the entire system to function because as i said entire concept of gst globally is of a single tax and we are hoping that we can move towards that when you look at gst collections for october 2019 it was 95380 crore rupees and even though on a year on year basis it came down the april to october period actually picked up almost 7% how important is simplifying gst collection for the overall economy i think this is one of the key issues because as the recent meeting showed the problem in payment of gst has been for a lot of people the difficulty in dealing with the returns the difficulty in dealing with the complexity of the returns and dealing with the fact that this is a digital issue so even now although i said that a lot of trading programs were held by the board at that time by the revenue board at that time there are still a large chunk of the economy of the medium and small scale sector which finds it difficult to cope with the demands of gst therefore simplification is the order of the day and the more that they understand as it was found in the meeting the problem was not in the return the problem was in understanding how to file the return so this is again a process of education and certainly i think if there is more education of those in the small scale and tiny scale sector the revenue collections will definitely be higher well there is a certainty in death and taxes <laughs> as the old saying goes there is also the increase of the tax base once you simplify the tax return system itself in this case gst do you see the tax base actually increasing now with simplification or is it going to be very market reliant I think the very fact that we started out 2 years ago with 68 lakh taxpayers and now the ambit has already grown to 1.2 lakh crores it's an 84% jump that itself shows that just by GST you have been introducing it you have increased the ambit of your tax paying public simplification will widen it much much further and that of course at the bottom of the pyramid is where you need to expand because large industry medium industry can automatically move into digital mode but it is the small scale industry which is a large chunk unorganized sector which needs to be brought into the ambit and definitely they will i think not only increase collections widen the taxpayer base and this is something that probably of course this particular meeting says that we are going to make a massive outreach all over the country in terms of simplification so one can only hope that this has the desired effect thank you so much sushma for giving us your views on the gst simplification approach thank, thank you. you you were listening to a discussion on simplification of goods and services tax the participants were sushma ramachandran economic analyst and arjun j choudhury journalist this program was produced and presented by the news services division of all india radio this program is available on our website newsonair.com you may email your opinion about this program at airnsdtalks@gmail.com you can also follow us on the news on air app for updates